Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Former First Lady Barbara Bush passed away this week at age 92. She was remembered for her sharp wit, for not taking herself too seriously, for her blunt honesty, even about her kids. I mean, listen to this. Near the end of her life, she said to a doctor, want to know why George W., her son and the 43rd president, is the way he is? Because, she said, I smoked and drank when he was in the womb. Barbara Bush feared nobody, especially not the ladies of Wellesley College. That's what I want to tell you about today, a remarkable, somewhat forgotten moment in her long life. It was 1990. The Berlin Wall had fallen seven months earlier. Wellesley, an all-female college near Boston, invited Barbara Bush to give the commencement speech. But the students were not happy. Why? Bush had gone to Smith College, another all-female school and bastion of feminism, but she had dropped out at age 19 to marry a patrician young Navy pilot named George H.W. Bush. Not quite the Wellesley way. Students signed a petition saying her life choice, quote, contravenes what we have been taught over the last four years at Wellesley. They said her prominence came through the achievements of her husband. Suddenly, the typically uncontroversial Barbara Bush found herself at the center of a national debate about the nature of feminism that would continue for decades. Bush's husband rushed to her defense. And when the day finally came for the speech, the White House decided to send backup. Who? Another first lady, Reza Gorbachev, who was in Washington with her husband, Mikhail, for a summit just months after the fall of the Berlin Wall and the end of the Cold War. All three major television networks paused their regular programming to carry Bush's speech live. And Barbara Bush was a showstopper. With Mrs. Gorbachev, a former university teacher herself, reaching out with reassuring touches, Bush spoke and the world watched. One of the reasons I made the most important decision of my life to marry George Bush is because he made me laugh. It's true, sometimes we laugh through our tears, but that shared laughter has been one of our strongest bonds. Find the joy in life, because as Ferris Bueller said on his day off, <laughs> life moves pretty fast. And you don't stop and look around once in a while, you're going to miss it. The crowd of 5,000 was with her from the beginning. She exhorted them to chase their careers, but to never forget that, quote, you are a human being first, and those human connections with spouses, with children, with friends, are the most important investments you will ever make. Afterward, TV critics and anchors lauded her performance. Tom Brokaw called it, quote, one of the best commencement speeches I've ever heard. Tom Shales, the Washington Post TV critic then, called it, quote, a rock'em, sock'em, smash hit. Barbara Bush had won over a skeptical audience easily by being herself. At the end of the speech, she nodded toward the controversy, which was now all but forgotten. Somewhere out in this audience may even be someone who will one day follow in my footsteps and preside over the White House as the president's spouse, and I wish him well. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. 
Special thanks to Steve Hendricks for reporting the story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.